Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. Today we are going to continue our study of the book of Joshua, the book of Yehoshua, uh, with the, by studying chapter 8 together. Um, <clears throat> and if uh, you recall, we completed the last chapter 7 uh, with the discussion of the um, transgression of Achan, uh, who was the person who took from the spoils of Yericho, of Jericho, even though it was forbidden to do so. And because of his selfishness and because of, uh, he, he, was, he was executed. Um, <clears throat> and the lesson was firmly placed among the people that this conquering, this um, conquest of the land of Israel is different from all other conquests. This is being done because of the special relationship with God and the, the morals and ethics of this conquest is very different than what is okay with other conquests. Now, the, the um, battle against Yericho, the battle against Jericho had a significant amount of divine intervention, but there was a mix. The people had to... Um, had to act, had to do something in order to bring God's intervention. And that which they had to do was encircling the city. That's This is going back two chapters ago and declaring that this is being done for God. Um, and this is being done because the people of Israel have a moral system that they want the entire world to learn. And remember, we were going with the explanation of the Ramban and the Rambam, Nachmanides and Maimonides, that the people of Yericho were offered terms of peace, but they refused it. Now, the next city that they went to was the Ai, the city of Ai, which um, this was done completely at the best of the people themselves. There was no miraculous intervention. And the first attempt was disastrous. Um, it was a huge defeat. Um, they, they tried to attack the Ai and... Um, and uh, and they were driven back and they lost a, a, a significant number of soldiers in the process. And they discovered the sin among them. They discovered that it was selfishness and greed. And ha that had to be uprooted. Now they're ready to move on. So now, at this point, Yoshua, Joshua needs to be reassured by God that despite the transgressions and despite what happened... God is still with them. God is still on their side. That the that the um, lesson learned with the execution of and the discovery of the transgressor and and the remorse shown by the people is enough that the, their special relationship with God has been restored. So Vayomer Adonai El Yoshua, God said to Joshua, Al Tiravi Al Techas, do not be afraid, do not be. Um, uh, techas is um, is just uh, uh, you know. Um, I do not feel uh, abandoned. Uh, take with you everyone to fight this war. In other words, not like before where the people suggested we can, oh, we can take the city of Ai with just a small contingent. The whole army doesn't need to go. But take the entire army. And I want you to go and attack the city of Ai. You will see I will put in your hands Estmelachai, the king of Ai, Vet Amo and his nation, Viet Iro and his city, Viet Arzo and the land which he controls. Viasita la and you will be able to do to Ai and, and and you shall do 
to I and her king, just as you have done to Jericho and her king, but now the 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 booty, the um <clears throat> the um the wealth of the city you can take for yourselves. It's property, it's animals, etc. You can take. Not like Yericho, which had to be dedicated to God. And uh, and God then goes ahead and gives Joshua some some strategy. Uh, I want you to make a uh, ambush against the city behind it. So you take some of the people and you set them up, have them hide behind the city, not in the opposite direction from which the main army is going to approach. And Yoshua and the entire army went up to the town of Ai. By Yivchar Yoshua Shloshem Malafishki Boreachayel by Yishlochem Loila, and he took thirty thousand men, strong soldiers, and sent them in the under the cover of darkness ahead of the rest of them. And he told them as follows: You're going to go behind the city as an ambush. Don't get go too far from the city. And you need to be constantly on alert, constantly ready to attack for the signal. Um, you need to be close to the city so you can get into it fast, and we'll see why shortly. But you also need to be hiding uh, so that the people don't see. So, and I and everyone who's with me, Nikravela here, we are going to approach the city. And remember that previously there was an approach to the city and the city drove them back. Um, so the city is going to be confident that they can drive us back again. So we'll approach pretty much the same way we approached before. When they come out to attack us, we'll turn around and run. Just like the first group ran. And the people of Iowa say, Well, this is just another route. Well, let's chase them. And they will come after us. Until we get them far away from the city. So the forces of Ai have... Of they're going to say, They're running. Just like last time. And we will run from them as if we are retreating. And then you get up from the... Um, <clears throat> From the ambush, and then you can take over the city, and God will place it in your hands. When you do uh, grab and conquer the city, when you take the city, destroy it in fire, just like God tells you um, that I have. Now you guys know these are your orders, um, and Take them and do them. Vayishlochem Yoshua and Joshua sent them. Vayilchu halamarav, and they went to the ambush, the place of ambush where they were hiding. Vayeshu ben Beit Elu ben Ai, and they set, were uh, giving directions so that for those that are familiar with the geography would know which direction the ambush was waiting between the town of Beit Elu ben Ai and the city of Ai Miyam la Ai, which was west of the city of Ai. Vayalan Yoshua balayla hu betocham, and Yoshua then. Um, uh, spent the night with the people. D- seems a little different than the n- night before Yericho where Yoshua en- encountered the angel on his own. It seems that Yoshua was separate. But here, Yoshua is going into battle with the people and he spends the night before with the people. Joshua gets up in, early in the morning and he got the people ready. 
And he and the elders of Israel went before the entire nation towards the city of Ai. So we see that the religious leadership, the Ziknei Yisrael, these are not the fighters, these are the, the, the elders, they also went to, uh, to lead the troops into battle. And all of the warriors, the, the army that was with him, they went up towards Ai and they approached the city. They came opposite the city. And they camped north of the city Ai. And there was a, um, a valley between the camp of Joshua and the city of Ai. So then he took about 5,000 men. And he placed the ambush um, west of the city of Ai. I like the plan as we discussed before. And so this way the, um, the, the nations had had it set up so that the entire camp, the bulk of the camp was north of the city. And the, and the uh, smaller portion, the ambush portion, they were west of the city. And Joshua went down the night, um, in went down into the valley. And when when I saw them, the the bulk of the army in the north, with the one where Joshua was, and he hurried, and they they got up quickly. And the people of the city charged out of the city to to um, meet. To engage the Israel Israel in war. Note that the king of Ai. Remember that the we mentioned this earlier, and I'll mention this again. That when a lot of people read the book of Joshua, and they read it alone without the context of Joshua being the sequel to Deuteronomy, they forget a lot of things that are taking place here. The king himself of Ai, rather than coming out and suing for peace, chooses to come out and wage war. He did that the first time and he's doing that again. <clears throat> it's very important to understand that. Um, and um, and we'll see uh, it's, it's some more interesting things I'm going to point out as we go through this battle. But here, so the, the, he, so the king of Ai rushes out to greet them in war. And, and in his entire nation, he brings his whole army. Here, Am Hamilchama, Amo refers to the army. Lamoed comes out to greet them. Lefneha Arava, uh, uh, facing the um, the the Arava, which is the the the, uh, the geographic area, the the, the plains. Yada, and he did not know Ki that there was an ambush waiting behind the city. So the entire army went. To greet the people in battle by and Joshua and all of Israel then ran from before them. They 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 avoided contact with the army and they started running towards the wilderness. And then all of the people in the city of Ai started screaming, oh, let's go run after them, chase them down, let's get them. They ran after Joshua. And they left the city. And there was no, not even a single person left, not in the town of Ai and in Beit El. Beit El is another town. Remember, the ambush was waiting between Ai and Beit El. And apparently the people of Beit El were communicating with the people in Ai. And um, 
they heard that people of Israel were running, so they joined in in the thing and they chased too. Asher lo yatsu Israel. Um, there wasn't a single person who didn't go chase the people. <laughs> and it says here, Ish, presumably referring to the soldiers, Vayazvu et pesucha, and they left the entire ear open by Yerdufu Achari Yisrael. Now, um, it's unclear, but it seems like, Velonish Ar Ish, it sounds like there, had, there wasn't even a person, which would seem to mean that even the women and children chased the, the people of Israel. So there wasn't a single human being um, the the language, or it could mean ish just as a ish as opposed to isha. But usually, uh, ish in this context it's, would mean every person, which kind of um, gives the picture that uh, you know that even the women and children were waging this war, um, which is not impossible if you imagine uh, that even if the of course they weren't necessarily warriors, but but they they the once the army takes chase, it becomes, uh, it becomes, uh, an, you know, the whole city comes to run and chase. Oh, let's go get those Israelites. See, look, they're running. Let's go get them. And everyone starts to run. It becomes, they don't think it's dangerous because they're, 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 they're running. So God said to Yoshua. So now, now that, because Joshua, as he's turning and running, doesn't necessarily know at which point the city is empty. So here is where God intervenes so to speak where the miraculous aspect happens now it's a tiny 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 bit of the battle this was almost all strategy almost undone by the people but the idea was given by god to joshua originally of this ambush and god is going to intervene here with a small thing a small miracle again we get that sense that as the progression of the conquest takes place and as the people's begin this process of settling and conquering the land, the God continues to recede further and further into God into the background. Um, so God says to Joshua, take that spear that you have and point it uh, and point it towards the city of Ai, because now I'm going to give it to you. And Yoshua then pointed his spear. So while he's running, he turns and takes his spear and points towards the city. And whether or not this signal was preordained as the signal for the people in ambush, or whether or not this signal, they just realized that clearly this was the signal, it was just obvious, is unclear. But the but it is clear that the people in waiting in ambush uh, saw the spear pointing to the city, and they got the message. The ambush gets up, got up really quickly from its place. And they ran. As soon as they saw him raise his hand and point the spear, they came to the city, and they captured it. And they quickly, uh, quickly before the people of Ai could turn and notice and come back to defend the city, they burnt the city in fire. And the people of Ai turned behind and they saw. And the smoke of the city was going up to the heavens. And they did not have any place to run, not this way, not that way. They saw it because now the um, those that were fleeing had turned to face them. So they were sandwiched between these two groups. The people, the, um, the army that was running into the wilderness turned around and now they started to chase their pursuers. 
And Joshua and all of the people of Israel saw that the ambushers had captured the city. And they turned around and they struck down the men of Ai, the people of Ai. And then those that were in the city, the ambushers that had just burnt the city, came to greet them. So, um, and they were between the um uh the two in 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 a crushing uh uh maneuver they were stuck between the two groups of 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 the is of, of israel one on this side and one on this side by osam and they struck them down on bilti hishilosurid until there was no no one left no escapees no refugees were left yet melachai tafsuchai and the king they captured alive remember he was the one who chose to wage war instead of sue for peace. So Vayakrivo Soel Yoshua, they brought him to Joshua. And then it was when the people of Israel completed the the um the battle uh, and and killed the soldiers of Ai in the field by Midbar Sheridafumbo in the in the wilderness where they had been being chased. And they all had fallen by the sword until there was none left of the people of Ai. Then the people went back to Ai and struck it down. Whoever was left in the city who had tried to uh, escape to the city, whoever maybe stayed in the city and didn't give chase and was still there, they struck them down as well. And it was of all the people that fell on that day, men and women, it was 12,000 people, which were all of the people of Ai. And Yoshua did not take down his hand when he raised his spear and pointed it. This is very reminiscent of the wars uh, in the Torah where we learned of where 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 Moshe held his arms up in the air um when when the when the people of Israel were fighting the Amalek Amalek the Amalekites um and uh and when he raised his hand in the air the people were victorious here we have a similar thing where Joshua Joshua who had pointed his spear towards I he did not take his arm down until the battle was complete and the enemy army was completely destroyed. However, the animals and the belongings of the city, that the people of Israel took for themselves, just like God had told Yoshua that this is how it should be done. And Yoshua burned the city of Ai and it turned into a, a mound uh, a, a ruined mound or a mound of ruins until today. This day, the city wasn't rebuilt. And then the king of Ai was hung. There was no uh, torture, no, no, uh, no uh, um, gratuitous uh, uh, violence here. But he was hung and executed at Asarev, and he was he was kept on the on the uh, post. Uh, just for the day, but until the evening, and prior to the sun set, Joshua commanded that the, even though he was the enemy king, his body should be respected. And just like the Torah says, one does not leave an executed body hanging overnight into the night. Rather, one must take it down and bury it 
properly. So that's what they did. They took his corpse off the tree where he was hung by and they placed the body um, at the, they threw it on near the entrance to the city which he had ruled by and they piled rocks upon it which there's a large rock pile of rocks there which is his burial place until this day um this is not the end of chapter eight but this is the uh, end of this episode it is a long chapter um i will uh, stop here and we'll continue our study of chapter eight together with the next podcast thank you so much for studying chapter eight a with me looking forward to eight b and of course the rest of this book of joshua together